sometimes the Christian life, you remind yourself that we're all learners, but Brian, 80 years old, you, we are learners this morning, are we? We're still kind of learning. So let me pray. King Jesus, thank you that you choose us this morning. Thank you that you choose to partner with us. Now, would you speak to us afresh by the power of your Holy Spirit? Amen. Well, um, this morning's reading is from Matthew 10. It's actually 1 to 15, but I'm just going to read verse 1 and then verses 5 to 8. Jesus called his 12 disciples to him and gave them authority to drive out impure spirits and to heal every disease and illness. Then verse 5. These 12 Jesus sent out with the following instructions. Do not go among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go rather to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal those who are ill. Raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. Freely you have received. Freely give. Now, I wonder this morning what you're listening for when you read scripture. What is it you're trying to hear as we engage with scripture each time? Maybe you're simply just trying to understand what on earth the passage is going on about, reading the account and trying to understand it. Maybe you're reading it and you're thinking, well, is this, is this really true? Is this really history? Or maybe you're reading it thinking, what does this mean? What does this mean even for me? And even more so, is God saying something to me? When we read this kind of passage like this, it's easy to spend a lot of time thinking about its context. I mean, in the previous chapters, in chapters 8 and 9 of Matthew, Jesus done a huge number of miracles, healing people, delivering people. And from that, we get a clearer picture through the whole gospel narrative of Matthew, of who Jesus really is, who he is and what he did. And actually, it's a beautiful picture, and it's a wonderful picture, and it's an inspiring picture. Jesus, the Messiah, going through the towns and the villages, preaching the good news of the kingdom, and healing every disease and sickness. Sorry, my teeth aren't in very well today. Hickness, sickness, sickness. <clears throat> a kingdom message and a kingdom ministry. For those of us who are Christians who look at the person of Jesus Christ, we look and say, you know, isn't that amazing of who Jesus is? Wasn't he great? But actually, I'd like to suggest to you this morning that actually if you're one of the disciples, this morning reading gets a bit more complicated. Chapter 10 suddenly gets more personal. Just say it again. Remind me what Jesus commissioned his disciples to do. Go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal those who are ill. Raise the dead. Cleanse those who have leprosy. Drive out demons. This passage is actually one of those passages in my 20s 
I actually spent quite a lot of time wrestling with. Why? Because for those of us who started to get a sense of some kind of calling, uh, being followers of Jesus, and maybe even something that looks like slightly different to that in terms of full-time ministry, half of what Jesus is suggesting they do sort of looks doable. I mean, I can learn and I can understand about the kingdom of God and I can preach and I can teach. I can do lots of stuff to do with that. But the other half doesn't. I mean, we can learn, we can grow, we can develop our understanding. But other than God's gift, you can't raise the dead, you can't heal the sick, you can't drive out demons. That's not in my gift. That's not in my authority. It's only in the authority of Jesus. Yet Jesus here is commissioning his disciples to do the very things he's done, remember. That's what discipleship, one of the things of discipleship, it entails, what it means to be missional. But what Jesus did and what he asked the disciples to do, continuing his ministry and his mission to the world of the kingdom of God, was both in word and in power. So I wonder what you make of this this morning. It's quite challenging to think about it. Are we open to receive as gift, because it is a gift of God, the power and the authority of Jesus that Jesus invests in his disciples here? I know for me and particularly the vicars and lots of other people who are in, in Christian work, but also churches, we talk about mission a lot. But without God's power, and without God's authority, it really is fruitless. So do we want Jesus commissioning God's authority for what he's called each one of us uniquely to do? And the thing is this, is if we accept that God has some form of calling on each one of our lives, are we open to actually receive what God wants to give to us, what he's calling us to? And what that's for. See, the good news of the kingdom of God is good news of word and action. The presence of God in preaching and in healing. Yesterday, when David led us in our songs, uh, singing that old song about just being ordinary people, remember the disciples weren't some special group of super gifted people. They were just ordinary people. So this morning, rather than do lots of talking, I'm just going to ask, let's take a moment of quiet. Maybe you'd just like to close your eyes just to be still. I don't think we're going to do a practical raising from the dead this morning, uh, but you never know, uh, always open to it. Um, but, but actually, let's be, just be still before God. And just be quietly attentive to him. Who has God given you in your life this morning? Family, friends, colleagues, neighbours. What do you think God might be saying to you? 
what do you think God is, has given to you or is giving to you that you can give to other people? Let me pray. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you this morning that you do call us, that over each one of our lives your voice is present. We may take time to discern it, we may take time to hear it, we may have heard it over many generations, but I thank you that you call each one of us, that as you call us you also equip us. Thank you for the faithfulness of so many, as we sat this morning, of responding to your call in every area of our lives, not just in what we considered the sacred ways. I want to thank you this morning for your presence, for the wonder of your kingdom, both in word and in power. Thank you that you see the whole picture of our lives. Thank you that you continue to pour out your blessing, to commission people for service and for ministry, that you give freely and help us to give generously out of that. And maybe would you remind us this morning Stop long enough before you to receive what you want to give us. Thank you for us. Thank you for your hand upon our lives. And thank you for the good news of your kingdom. Amen.